0: Wow, fantastic baby Becomes 10 years old On this day in K-pop 10 years ago In a world where DJ Peter Lowe Was just a young PR baby And Stephanie Was a fantastic Vicky baby starting her first real job And Petey Nim Was Wait, did I get the details right? She was a freshman in college No, freshman in high school And Petey Nim was entering her freshman year in high school, spreading the good word of K pop to all freshmen. Uh-uh. And then the world was changed forever.
1: Wow. Fantastic, baby!
0: This is the K-pop cast bringing you the best sounds and ideas in K-pop each week. I'm DJ Peter Lowe.
2: I'm Stephanie, and I'm your PD, New Michaela. And this week we'll be doing a deep dive into Big Bang's Fantastic Baby. But before we dive in, don't forget to join the K-pop cast community on Slack and sign up for hard-hitting editorial on
0: our newsletter. Links to those in the episode description. Also, don't forget to give us a rating and review. We do all this research and stuff. And if you type in K-pop. <laughs> like and to like Google like podcasts we don't even show <laughs> so k so, is in our name yeah it, 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 it's it, in the name so please out. give us a rating yeah, yeah. okay Thanks.
3: all right all right guys so now let's dive in Dance. okay for for those of you who have no no all you new k-pop babies who have no
0: idea who big bang is you, you can't uh, be trusted i'm sorry if you don't know who big, <laughs> big bang are you, you cannot be trusted
2: yeah so, are so they big bang. with like jungkook and v and
3: no R- no no no
2: okay
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm lost i, this is I big bang. think i might be in the wrong place I, i'm pretty sure BTS paved the way for whoever this Big Bang band is because oh, you know, yeah, if it totally. were for BTS, like you know Big Bang would have never made it.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. They came. They went back in time to pave That's the right. way.
3: That's right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah.
2: Let, let's, let's go. Let's all go back in time. Let's all go back in time. So this is 2006.
3: Okay, 2006 in Korea. Uh, YG has a one active boy group called One Time, but they're about to go on hiatus because they all got military. So they're like, what do we do? Let's just debut a new group. And so Big Bang was born. So Big Bang is composed of five
0: members. The leader... GD. Wait, are we, are we going OT5? Yeah, yes, <laughs> for, for now. Yeah, okay. so the
3: original five
0: lineup of...
3: Of Big Bang was uh, G Dragon, G D, Top, Desang, Sungri, and Taeyong. But um, before pre debut, they had this kind of like Big Bang documentary, kind of like the making of the group. And originally, there was a, a sixth member. His name was Jang Hyun Sung. Hyun right?
0: Yeah, some of you
2: uh, might know him. Yeah, so he ended Trouble up not debuting.
0: <laughs> Wait, nice. really? really? He was in Big Bang? Nope. Yeah, I've, I had no idea.
3: Look at the old photos. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. Hinsung, uh, you might know him as the, the former leader of Beast, aka mm-hmm. Highlights. Batiste. Yeah, so he ended up not, <laughs> he ended up not debuting with uh, Big
2: Bang back in sixteen, but went on to have a successful career. So just that Big Bang. Fairy Dust helped him out. Um, yeah, so to, to kind of,
3: you know, cue into like what, you know, Big Bang's concept was at the time of their debut, they were kind of in the shadow of, like, what One Time was doing, so it was kind of a lot of these, like, R&B slow jams and these urban hip-hop anthems, <laughs> is, is, you know, what, what they would mm-hmm. describe as their, their sound. Um, but it was a very successful debut. They kind of had this image of, like, I think Hagen went into it, of, of being these, like, approachable bad boys that you just want to, like, hang out with. Approachable
0: bad boys, yes.
3: Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So only in K-pop. They have very successful debut, a lot of fans. Um, but their big hit came out in 20, 2007, which was uh their hit Lies. That was the first mus- you know, song that like had them charting and like getting number one on music so shows. And so that's kind of was their their big um moment in Korea. And so they rode that wave all the way over to Japan and began getting very popular internationally. And then from around 2007 to about 2010, they had a lot of, like, solo stuff. So, like... Um, Sungri and Top were acting, Sung was doing musicals, GD and Taeyang had their solo music stuff coming out at this time. So not only are they getting popular as a group, but they're also getting popular individually
2: in Korea. Some members were also getting popular for the wrong reasons. Um. Right.
3: <laughs> Stephanie, do you want to go into
2: kind of what, you know, the issues that were also and going we, on at this time? I think it's, it's an important part of the context as we lead up to, like, the the wave of success of Fantastic Baby to note that around 2011 and 2012 some of the Big Bang members got involved in their uh, first scandals. Uh, Sungri was involved in uh, his first, I hate to say it, first sex-related <laughs> scandal <laughs> yeah. out of many that he would become embroiled in. Uh, and Daesung in 2011 actually was driving under the influence. <laughs>
0: Whoops, we got that one wrong. A quick edit here that Dasung wasn't driving under the influence, but it was later revealed that the motorcycle victim had a blood alcohol percentage of zero point one eight six. So, for the record, Dasung wasn't under the influence. Okay, back to the show.
2: And hit a motorcyclist uh, that who later who who passed away, and so both of them. Oh, yeah. And we can't forget G-Dragon was indicted for marijuana usage in 2011. So honestly, as as a fan at that time, I was really concerned about the future of the group because like all the member, all, all these members that had scandals, they had to lay low. They had to go on hiatus and just like take time to reflect. And I, I, I was really worried that this might be the end of the group um, and they wouldn't come back.
0: Little did I know. By the way, just a funny footnote. Mm-hmm. You know, G-Dragon didn't know he was smoking marijuana. You know, he oh thought he was just sure. smoking a cigarette.
1: <laughs> Is that his official
0: testimony? <laughs> yes, that, that was the PR answer. Might as well. Yeah.
2: I remember that. I'm like, come on, man.
3: Yeah, so, so that was like, right when, so about 2011, that, that year, that year there was also uh, the first, like, unit. So you had, like, GD and Top coming out with music. All yeah. oh, my favorite. Yeah, and, yeah, Ooh. and then right at the end of the year, you know, even though they were kind of like in, you know, having a, a rough time with all the scandal, they won. Who was it? Best worldwide act at the Asia Pacific Region 2011 MTV Music Awards. Mm. Yeah, and then in 2012, they come back with their. What was it? Their fifth mini album, Alive. You know, it had three title tracks, which was "Bad Boy," and "Blue," yep. and "Fantastic." Baby. That's, yep. that's what's brought us here today. Because ar- arguably, I love is, all of those tracks. Yeah, and they're yeah, so the different. whole album is so iconic. But arguably, mm-hmm. "Fantastic Baby" is the most iconic song that they have.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to pour one out for Haru Haru and all the Dashi Dance oh, produced songs. Yeah. But okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, I did. That was, a, that was a really quick speed run through all of the. They had a job, lot of. Really I want a quick this. shout out
2: to Majima Ginza, Last Farewell. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Yeah. The more electro sound. Yes. Uh, came out, I think, 2006. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was sorry for later, but, but Last that was Farewell. was like
0: Noreban, like banger hit yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um last for a while laid the foundation for um, i think so fantastic for 100 the... yeah yeah yeah, all, yeah each, exactly. each of those things to build up on that yeah that yeah that, that would
2: be yeah one of the closest comparisons if i were to make one
0: yeah so uh we also had a chance to connect with our favorite k-pop scholar uh professor heijin lee who's been like quoted everywhere but we right? get a chance to still talk to her every once in a while so uh here's a recording of my brief chat with her uh, anyway, we're reaching out just because um, in a couple of days, at least mm-hmm. from this recording, uh, mm-hmm. Big Bang, one of mm-hmm. the most iconic K-pop groups of all time, um, they came out with one of their ultimate classics, "Fantastic Baby," um, yeah. and you know, for us, it, it's been one of our all-time favorites. But mm-hmm. you know, we're looking to get more outside perspective on the significance of this song, um, or if it even was significant. Um, so uh you know we'd love to hear from you like yeah. what big Bang's uh, fantastic baby like transformative or impactful in the you know the broader broader k-pop context
1: yeah i mean i'm gonna be honest with you when the song came out i don't think it gained that much traction because it wasn't even their lead track i think it was i mean that album it's the alive album right that came out in yeah 12 and because yep. you know you're talking about 10 year anniversary so it's 2012 and i know like if like big bang by then has become like korea's number one like idol group like mm-hmm. you know boy band girl groups combined uh, they've been able to like be this very i know they um i mean they're kind of like categorized as like the second or yeah as the second generation of k-pop group yep. um and uh you know they were introduced to the Korean public in a very different way, which is more of this uh, friendly idol style that SM hasn't been able to do because they're they're more focused on like doing this mysterious, like, you know, um, presentation of their idols uh, by not sharing like the intimate details of, you know, uh, the everyday life of the idols, like you know, TXQ mm-hmm. back in the day. I think mm-hmm. Super Junior was like the alternative, but it was mostly like kind of like let's keep everything secret, like keep that mystery alive, kind of a thing. And YG drops uh, a Big Bang, and they're introduced to this, through this reality TV show. So they've been kind of like known as this very like uh, approachable idol we get, we group, the and their music represented family. that. Um, mm-hmm. Like Haru Haru Lies, I mean. Um, and what's the the remake song? The su- the uh, sunset. Uh, was it Red mm-hmm. Sunset or what was the title of the song? I can't even remember the title of the song, but it was a uh, sunset of, glow. Yeah, sunset yeah. glow. Yes. Like Bang. so, those were the yeah. songs that allowed Big Bang to be massively popular. And I'm not talking about like confined to fandom. I'm talking about like to the general public. Like people were mm-hmm. singing Big Bang songs at Nordungs, and they were just like introduced as this very approachable like they weren't known for their looks. I know like, you know, top <laughs> is considered to be good looking and all that, but yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. They were not known for their looks. They were known for their talent and their approachability and their, you know, um, and, and people were kind of like seeing, uh, they, they liked Big Bang because they were just this friendly, um, you know, they had this very friendly persona and personality. Uh, before everything you know happened but this was big bang like in the late 2000s early 2010s and then several scandals happened like gd got into uh the scandal like you know he got caught smoking marijuana um although Mm -hmm. like he said that was an accident um and then desong had that car accident where you know where he accidentally killed um somebody so like and 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 so their future was kind of like put on hold even though they've been like They were like the k-pop group in korea and this was before k-pop was like being introduced like it was being introduced outside of korea you know and and k-pop was already popular in east asian countries but not in the west not in the u.s but thanks to youtube which was still kind of in its early years was starting to like you know um like like k-pop was starting to kind of like being not introduced but was starting to like get to um, areas outside of East Asian countries. And Big Bang was kind of at the forefront of it, but it wasn't like that until 2012, which was also the year that Sai's Gangnam Style came out. So 2012, I think it's like a monumental moment or year for K-pop in general. And, no, that, definitely. Yeah, and that Big Bang's uh, um, uh, a live album uh, was part of it. But what's interesting is that a uh, fantastic baby, which was in that live album, wasn't their lead track. It was kind of hidden, um, mm-hmm. and it didn't really do well uh, on the streaming charts because people. It's not a. It's not a song that you listen to. It's a song that you watch, and that's mm-hmm. when people start to understand K-pop as a visual music uh, through music videos and all that. But a lot of songs that were coming out from the Idols were very, uh, you know. Uh, like were pretty catchy and, and were songs that people could sing along with. Um it was you know, people were streaming it and listening to it. Um and and I'm not saying that Fantastic Baby isn't that. It's just mm-hmm. that it wasn't a song that people like and like Korean people in general were listening to because they were listening to big things more, like easy listening pop or R and B style song, like you know yeah. um like was it Love Sick that was in that in that album? Uh, or Love Song, not Love sick. that's TXT song. I get all my titles mixed up. <laughs> um, like, yeah, yeah Love Song, kind of, right. Yeah, the Love Song and then, um, you know, or Bad Boy. It was just like more easy listening kind of song that Big Bang was known for. And then Fantastic Baby comes out in this electro pop. And it really kind of changed the style of Big Bang after that, um, which led to like Bang, Bang, Bang and more like electro like, we yep. see Big Bang moving away from more, like, you know, Black music, because they were known for doing, like, hip-hop and R&B. And they were kind of, like, mo- moving more towards electropop and pop. Um, and I think, like, the trend, turning point was Fantastic Baby. And that's the one that actually uh, people in the West responded more favorably than in Korea. Koreans loved it, too, but they didn't really get to know the song until... Um, the music video dropped and it was just starting to accumulate massive numbers, um, mostly out, mostly outside of Korea because I think I read that only 30% of the numbers or less than 30% of the numbers were coming from Korea. So it was mostly the outside, people outside of Korea who were listening or watching uh, Fantastic Baby. But it's, you know, it's one of their most popular, I wouldn't say popular song, but popular music videos for sure. I think it's still <laughs> number one. Like it, it's their most popular um, um, I think it's the most watched music video that they have on YouTube. And, oh, I didn't um,
0: realize that.
1: I think so. I think it's number one. I think it's more, it has more than 500 million. I have to check. But I know yeah. that um, like Psy's like, Gangnam Style was like the first K-pop music video to hit like 100 mil. And I think the next one was Big Bang. And it was the song that I think allowed people to see the potential of Big Bang doing well in the West, because that's also uh-huh. the album that Big Bang did to do their first world tour, uh, which was successful. Um, and then like elevated Big Bang, it's not just like a domestic K-pop artist or k K-pop group, but as like a global um, K-pop group or, or a group that has the potential to make it big in the West because they were already popular in Japan and in and, and Asia.
0: hmm. Mm hmm. Well, that's a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, sorry, that's what. yeah, no, that's no.
0: what I have. <laughs> Is there anything that you would, uh, are there any other, like, you, you said, like, most streamed? I, I think actually, as of, like, a couple days ago, it was ranked as, like, the, like, number 31 or, like, 32nd, somewhere thereabouts in terms of, like, most viewed K-pop mm-hmm. yeah. music video
1: of all yeah, time. I mean- well, because like BTS is about like twenty of them, so they got like that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. And then Blackpink. Um, so, yeah, I mean now like the K-pop group hitting hundred mil is not a news anymore; it's common. Right. Uh, but when Big Bang did it, it was pretty new. Um, so, you know, um, it was monumental um, uh, back then, and um, and it, I think it was the song that really showed or displayed Big Bang's potential as an international group, not just like K-pop group. That was like the moment when uh, Big Bang started to become more like, I mean, I think they still had that. They did present themselves as more like uh, friendly to the general public, but that was also 2012 was also the moment when we see like K-pop changing from like um, music that appeals to the general public to music that appeals to fandom. It was that transitional moment in which um fantastic baby came out but big bang had already achieved that massive fan not just fandom but massive like popularity with the general Mm -hmm. public and i feel Mm -hmm. like big bang probably is like one of the last groups that have had that experience a lot of you know boy bands or k-pop groups that we see today don't have the mass appeal anymore they just appeal to fandom um, so yeah. If you're not a part of the fan, you're not really familiar with the songs or with the members of a of, of another group that you that you don't follow. And this has to do with the shift in the media landscape both here and there, both here and in Korea, um, mm-hmm. and also generational shift as well. But yeah, I mean, Big Bang I feel like is like one of the last K-pop groups that have achieved massive popularity in terms of being able to appeal to a white group people yeah. just fandom yeah. um yeah. and then that kind of disappear and people can talk about like the popularity of bts and all that but bts's popularity is based on their recognition outside of korea and then people like yeah, going oh conscious. i need to check it out because it seems like a lot of people outside of korea are liking them <laughs> so we need to... so it's like kind of like reverse, um mm-hmm. which you know wasn't the case with with big bang big Bang was just like loved by a white group of of people in korea because their songs were just so approachable uh, a lot yeah. of people could just like listen and and sing along and that kind of started to um change with uh, i'm not saying that they stopped making those kind of music but um the, the music that they really pushed for were more like i wouldn't say hardcore but uh that was more pleasant uh, for the eyes than the ears. Maybe, maybe <laughs> this is this is me being an old person who likes to listen to something. I don't know a particular kind of song, but um, yeah, I mean, it just kind of encapsulates all these transitions that were happening in uh, the Korean media industry, in the K-pop world, and the global fandom. Let's just say, let's let's just put it that way. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, for
0: for you just personally speaking, like, is there anything that you're going to remember? Um. Big Bang's Fantastic Baby Life?
1: Um, G Dragon's Rapunzel hair? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. That's the only... I I know that's one of the things that people comment the most about, like that long pink hair. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, for me, like watching Fantastic Baby music videos is fun, but for me, what's uh, more entertaining is watching reaction videos of fantastic Baby, mm-hmm. like people mm-hmm. commenting on it and reacting to it i think there's greater pleasure in that because that music video like you know has just so many things going on um and uh i just think that people's reaction to the music video is more entertaining than the music video itself i mean music video is like pretty captivating too and i catch but mm-hmm. it's the people's reaction especially like when they yeah, it's just people's reaction to the music video, the visuals uh, that I find more interesting. Just, just- but it- yeah.
0: It, it, you, you find it um, entertaining just the way people are just kind of like shocked or surprised like that real like yeah. That real factor.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The gut reaction to all these visual images that come out. Um, and also like doing a comparison between like the K-pop fans like who are already familiar with Big Bang reacting to it and then like knowing mm-hmm. K-pop fans reacting to it and kind of like getting a taste of what K-pop is. It's pretty interesting to do that comparison as well.
0: What differences have you noticed between those two audiences? I
1: I mean, those who already know Bipping are like, you know, they're able to respond to like individual members, like, you know, uh, like when like Taeyeon and Peesong when you know, I think they have, like, shirtless scenes. They were, like, reacted It's mostly <laughs> women, by the way. It's just when they, when any women who would, like, go crazy when they see these, like, hot bodies being on full display. Um, and um, not excluding uh, men, too. Men can react, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just, like, you know, it's just that... Um, So, like, when you watch it, it's like, oh, like, that's so funny. Like, you know, the thirst videos of, you know, I think that's how uh, it is labeled. But um, just those kind of reactions compared to, like, people who have never seen K-pop going, wow, like, I didn't know it was this visually, like, impactful. Or kind of, like, getting introduced to K-pop, not through a song, but through, uh, K-pop as a visual medium, I think is like, really interesting. I don't know if, like, Fantastic Baby is a gateway to keep up for a lot of, uh, people. Uh, but I think it really changed, uh, the visuals and, um, mm-hmm. the style of music video that came after Fantastic mm-hmm. Baby. Definitely mm-hmm. changed Big Bang style of music too. Oh yeah. 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 100% that. Like I,
0: I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking like Haro, haro like mm-hmm. this, like, you know, or emotional, yeah. like emo punk. Right. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and now it's like, what the heck is this? They're cute. Yeah. Rebellion, all these interesting yeah. themes.
1: Yeah, like very dark and edgy. Um, I mean, like, Big Bang tried to do edgy, but it was very, like, cute, kind of edgy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very cute. colorful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about, like, the music videos of to or Lies, you know, they they try to be, like, rebellious, but within yeah. the acceptability of the Korean culture, <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, and, right, right, like, right. You know, Yeah, but then the edge this gets, like, you know, they, they up a notch with, or a couple notches with, with Fantastic Baby. It doesn't make sense at all. Like, you know, all these visuals that are coming out, is very, like, anarchistic and I don't even know, like, uh, like I haven't really read any theories behind the visuals uh, that are in display, but uh, it definitely changed the characteristics of Big Bang music and Big Bang music videos. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, well, and it also, like, you know, saved Big Bang's career, because remember, this was after two major scandals for the group. Right. They came up with this album, and... They were able to actually become more successful, not only with the Korean public but internationally. Uh, that allowed him to to, to do uh, uh, world tours, like for for several years before they went to the, before they went to do the military service. Um, so I think it just is very monumental in that sense for the group but i think it also shows that like you know like the reason why big bang isn't able to come back even though everybody's back from the military it's been a while um mm-hmm. is because of the sense of betrayal that the public not the fandom the public feels um for for the for the group remember this mm-hmm. was a group that that rose uh, because of the general populations or the general publics uh, popularity, not just the fans popularity. So I think, yeah, I mean, this is something that I'm thinking about. It's not like, you know, um, I, this is something I need to think about more, but, uh, I, I'm like, always thinking about why is it so hard for Big Bang to make a comeback? Um, and, and, and what the scandal means, uh, cause a lot of groups have been hired in scandal, but things seem to be bigger. And not because it is a bigger scandal but i think mm-hmm. it's also the sentiment that the korean public like the sense mm-hmm. of betrayal and a sense of i don't know a lot of letdown that they feel mm-hmm. after after um, all of these things that have happened mm-hmm. uh, which makes it difficult for for them to come back maybe i don't know mm-hmm. that's something mm. to think about
0: yeah yeah well probably a topic for another time but i think we'll wrap it there okay I think it's so funny how you you said like, well, you know how much to say, and then you give me all that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I
1: just you know it just came out like blah, you know. Um, no, that's but, really good. Know,
0: it's really good content, hey, Jen, I, I and it's really helpful. That that really add a lot of um, context and color. Yeah. So, stuff, so, so so
3: if I if, like expanding a little bit about what she was talking about, where she's talking about, you know, Fantastic Baby wasn't necessarily popular with the Korean public because in 2012, you know, there was actually this this kind of break. A little bit from the dominance of idol groups in mainstream um mainstream music in Korea. Because prior to this, we had about four years of this rise of these audition programs like Superstar K, Voice Korea, K-pop star. Mm-hmm. And so you had a lot of these soloists coming up from those shows. These like these these soloists and these bands and these other like more indie groups coming up and you know, becoming very popular in Caridia and staying on the charts after they, you know, debut on these shows.
2: And, and like, the style that a lot of these artists brought to the show, brought to the audition shows and mm-hmm. took with them after was really like melodic, ballad or right. romantic pop or some R&B. Um, none of none of these artists that came out of the show, like debuted with an electro pop techno yeah, or most, anything like that so yeah, the famously, music scene was more smooth
3: yeah most famously busker busker mm, came off yeah. of i think they were on a uh, superstar k i think maybe like the first or second season and they came out and, and became really popular in korea and that year i believe in 2012 they won the melon music award for album of the year
2: Which had the whole
3: fandom shook because people wanted big like BAP and EXO and all of them to get it. But no, the Korean people spoke and they wanted Cherry Blossom Ending to win album of the year that year because
2: that was what they were listening to. That like easy listening, melodic guitar. Yeah. No, that's that's a great point to just set the stage for like how Fantastic Baby was (laughs) <laughs> out of left field in so Yeah, because she mentioned
3: this this idea of betrayal and it's because yg at the time like they were they were at the top like especially in 2012 you had like comebacks from all of their artists you had like seven had a comeback epic high had a comeback you know uh big bang you know had their comeback yeah, to yeah so they they and they were they were dominating the scene as far as like you know, releases and they they've always had this concept of YG family. So it makes, you know, this idea of like all these groups are kind of like this one thing. And especially since she's mentioning how the the public felt betrayed, like when you're you're coming off of like, oh, we're we're just like you. And then you get into all these scandals. You can understand why people would not necessarily want to to see them charting on so well after all that.
0: All right. right. Well, that all said. Let's react to the greatest K-pop song of all time. No, I'm just kidding. Ayo. It's not that. But it's, it's a memorable greatest song. Greatest song
2: of 2012, I think. Uh,
0: <laughs> it is. It is. Um, okay, I mean, no, not song, not song, but like, you know, we're talking about impact on the I think, K-pop. You stuff. know, history of K-pop could be measured before Fantastic Baby and after K-pop. Uh, yes. Fantastic Baby, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So, hey, podcast listeners, if you want to follow along with us, we're watching Big Bang Fantastic Baby in three, two, one, go. Got the owl mm. and the look Rapunzel at the locks. Hair. <laughs> Fruit roll up here. <laughs> Stop Beetlejuice suit. We've got the establishment, Stoneburn. the authoritarian regime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The longest weave of all time. Maltz cocktail. Taeyong warming on the up from his icy kingdom. I love this build. Mm. Iconic
2: introduction. Wow, fantastic, baby. Woo! Everybody's dancing.
0: Between protesters and police <laughs> ahead yeah. of their time because the signs say, like, no dance, no music. Mm-hmm. Of course, they want to do it. I love that there's this like battle going on behind G Dragon, he's just like pieced out on his tone here above it all. <laughs> yeah,
2: catch me on fire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love how like there he is, the man dancing. So they gave him all the still scenes where he's like Mm -hmm. stuck as a frame. I love how the music just dropped out for him to do that end of that Mm. rap, that verse. I think the.
2: I think the lyrics of this song are definitely written with international fans in mind. There's mm. so much English, so much nonsense English, especially that you can feel like you're singing along to the song and miss like half of it. But who cares? Yeah, that's what that's what makes it an anthem. It's so easy just to,
0: to get hyped to. OK, this is the most iconic loop of all time right here from T.O.P. Oh, yeah. Is it here? Here we go. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. Dance, 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 it's on dance, on all dance. The DJ I wonder how many times year. like fans <laughs>
2: notice Top on the street and just yell at him, boom shakalaka. <laughs> <Dance, dance, dance, laughs> I wonder if he's tired
0: of it. Yeah. he's a uh, cat ladies clawing at hungry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Reminds me of a lot of ex-girlfriends. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> I remember Bachelor days. <laughs> green eyebrows. Green
2: eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> I just noticed it. <laughs> Why not?
0: <laughs> the lipstick. The part. Wow. <laughs> I love these belts The pre-chorus mm.
3: hmm I, l- I love the contrast Of like Tae-sung And like the nice suit Yeah tae yeah, yeah. is like Dressed
0: normally yeah. mm-hmm. Of course Tae-sung's Suffering jealous.
2: from his His shirt allergy
1: mm. <laughs> Wow Fantastic baby There we go
2: Ooh. Okay These are some Classic Big Bang
0: outfits Yeah but Really colorful see, blazers baby, yeah, yeah. Very much the YG fashion at the time. Yeah, uh, that to anyone yeah. was also rocking. Like that is YG fashion. To anyone has those Luka. same outfits. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I love how they have the what, what do you call those the the lion dancing thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Korean lion dancing.
2: I love this final chorus. People taking their masks off and dancing freely. We are liberated. Now, this ending of the music video, yeah, where they're the just kings. like dancing, bouncing, all having a good time. Check out like all of the YG artist music videos to oh, follow. I was going to say and, like, the same thing. Right. Icon videos all end like this. To anyone videos,
0: a lot of them end like this. Well, I actually looked into that, Stephanie, that very point. Oh, really? like, so, in other words, the quote-unquote... chorus, yeah. The the YG third party, or third chorus party chorus. Yes, yes. Right? So... Hey. Uh, it looks like <laughs> this wasn't the first, as much as I wanted it to oh, be. okay. A uh, certain song in 2011 by a girl group known as... 21! 20, yeah. 20, to anyone? Uh, yeah, so... Did they do it in I Am The Best? They did. Yeah, oh. that's right.
2: okay. That's right.
0: My girl. Yes. Yes, but but certainly, I think that this cemented the the YG third party. You're like, chorus. oh, this is a YG thing. Yeah, this is what we do. Yeah. So, as, as Stephanie was saying, like visually, everyone's partying out on the third chorus, <laughs> which common formula we see today. Um, mm-hmm. But also uh, sonically, instrumentally, you're getting the addition of new instruments, new percussive elements. Uh, bang, bang, bang. Uh, what three years later? Uh, took that to eleven, and they just did like Teddy <laughs> <laughs> different song now. <laughs> so, right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Woo! Anyway. a party. I'm yeah. like out of breath. Yeah, I think uh, what stood out to me at that time, um, what V for Vendetta, I guess, came out a, a few years prior. But I, I was mm. thinking of like Anarchy, rebel, yeah. rise up. You know, uh-huh. stop the authoritarian regime who doesn't want you to like like music. You know, because that's what I mean, it's it's stupid and cliche. Like, you know, like as right. as if all authoritarian regimes just don't want you to have fun or, or, or be happy. But mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. oversimplifying it. But but still, I I, I get it. Yeah. Like I, I like it, and it, re- it resonates with me. Um, and just seeing the 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 rising up against uh, the the powers that be. Um mm-hmm. And the mask coming off at the end feels like, yeah, COVID's Ooh. over. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. It takes right. on new meaning watching, 10 years later. Watching it in, in 2022. Gosh.
2: Uh, all those people in close quarters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. In a pandemic. Right. No, wait. <laughs> so, Miguel, ultimate research whiz here at the K-pop cast. We should call you like the K-pop professor here or something. I don't know. Yeah. So tell us what the song is about. Clearly, we're, we're inferring stuff, as we just discussed, from what we're seeing yeah. and hearing.
3: Yeah, but, you know, that's looking at, at the visuals, you know. I, looking at the lyrics, though, obviously, we've got iconic moments of, of boom shakalaka. Yes. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so it's very clear that this is, you know, a, this is a hype song, you know. It's just, it's a party anthem. But if we if we want to take a, a little bit from the lyrics, I don't know, maybe this is me reaching, but I feel like I... I went back and I I was looking at like what people were writing about at the time. Mm -hmm. And I really liked this thing that Tamar said when she wrote about this in billboard back in like 2017, where she talked about that, you know, the, the fantastic baby is like a futuristic world tinged with like tr- traditional Korean elements. Mm. And so I was like, okay, let me see if I can find where those Korean elements were. Because all I'm thinking about is like, I want to dance and boom and, and stuff <laughs> like, like That's that. not Korean. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, it is now. So, <laughs> it is now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, in the video we talked about, they had the lion dancing. And, and so mm. that's a very visual cue. But in the lyrics, I, I found it interesting because we were talking about before, uh, this with nalili mambo and uh, na nariya or niliria, mm-hmm. you know, these these are examples of these these what, what's called is Gyeonggi minyo or like traditional Korean folk songs that have these onomatopoeia words like niliria, and and you hear those kind of that sound that word niliria a lot in kind of reference in the first part of, of the song, where, where GD kind of is like, we're going to party, like, li di, di, la da da hmm
2: Huh?
3: Yeah. yeah so yeah. kind of, like, you had, I'm like, an you. N sound, it's like, ni di, di ya. Yeah? No?
2: Sure.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that.
3: <laughs> well, just that, that the, you know, these kind of sounds that you would traditionally find in more Korean- music Mm -hmm. i feel like maybe that's one little element that you hear in like some of these ad-libs in the the song but again it's just it's it's just a party anthem (laughs) i'll
2: take
3: it yeah
0: Yeah, so we were talking about when we were watching the music video and we 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 all paused because that 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 iconic moment happened where top had his his verse he said, boom, shakalaka. <laughs> we were like, wait for it, dance. wait for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there are plenty of memes around uh, looping just that and like, you know, having a 10-hour loop of, of just him saying boom, shakalaka, dance, 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 dance. That's the whole dance. song. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Um, what, Stephanie, I feel like years ago, you and I, we, we went to like Cape, like, what is it? On uh, Santa Clara, uh Karaoke. I'm trying to remember the like. Oh
2: gosh! Well,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but I remember we sang that from the past. We sang Mm -hmm. that song, and my one line was "boom shuckle."
2: (laughs) I was like, "Peter, help me out! Sing it with me!" He was like, "I
0: can do top spark okay?
2: (laughs) Not the rap, not the rap, just the boom shuckle." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that that exact scenario played out in Norebangs all across the U.S. of like Americans who can't sing the Korean part, but choose that song anyway because of all the English.
0: Yeah. yeah. And all the like jumping
2: around on the couch you can do.
0: P.D. Nem, you reminded us of this in preparing for this episode, but we've got a K-pop cast episode in the K-pop cast dungeon. (laughs) We do. <laughs> <laughs> Which hasn't been produ- uh, published yet. But um, no. I guess for a 2012 look back episode, I said on that episode that this song is a song of rebellion, fighting against the man to bring freedom and liberty in music. <laughs> Just quoting myself because so I'm so full of myself. Okay. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh, sh- shall we talk about the music? You, you guys want me to dive yeah, into that? Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah,
3: let's get into it, let's Peter. Let's hear it.
0: So I-, I was looking at like, okay, what was trending in K-pop music uh, in terms of like production styles at the time? And mm-hmm. it-, it 2012 is a special year because I remember in Western music, um, we're also starting to see the, the rise of uh, Big Room House, EDM, anthems, that sort of stuff really taking off into the mainstream in 2012 uh at least for, for western music circles so not that like any of these things happen in isolation or nor are they uh directly transactional um or, or correlative but um y- you know you hear echoes uh, of these things in different music circles so around this time you're also gaining songs like four minutes volume up which was very much a, uh, you know, very similar mm. tempo, but like, you know, a big EDM drop song. Um, yep. I also want to compare this with Girls This Day. Uh, oh my God, or Oh my God, ga- God. <laughs> um, don't forget Cram Pops Bar Bar Bar. I know a oh, lot of people have That was have back
2: a, in 2012.
0: Yeah. Right. People have a love hate oh. relationship with that song. Um, hmm. But sonically, I, I would say very uh, similar, like identical BPM. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the the mm. style the they like electronic dance music style that this is most proximate to again not not exactly but most proximate to is probably Dutch house um and electro mm. so a lot of electro and Dutch house uh influences that year in particular um dubstep was also popular for breaks around that time but That's they did not, they did not use a dubstep break in, in the wah, song wah, as no. much as <laughs> that was popular yeah. um yeah and Gosh, I'm, I'm getting flashbacks to college. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? Oh, uh, yeah. But, you know, I think it, it really says something. When I was watching this music video and preparing for this episode, and the YouTube uh, recommendation system algorithm played the next song for me, and that next song was, yes, you guessed it, mm-hmm. Size Gangnam Style. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, we referenced what it. It, it came, you? like, you know, a few months after, right? Um, and also that that song changed the world of k-pop. But mm-hmm. when you look ah uh, uh, sonically, instrumentally, very, 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 very similar,
2: very similar.
0: um, so I think if you look at the 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 synth and the harmony for both those songs. They're very clearly inspired by the whiny, high-pitched synths that you get on a lot of Judge house uh, songs. Afrojack was really popular around that time. I, I freaking hate Afrojack. But you can <laughs> you can hear the, the melody um, from a lot of Afrojack mm-hmm. songs um, inspiring the harmonies that you're hearing in these two songs in K-pop. So um, I'll play a mashup of yes. Gangnam Style and Fantastic Baby right here. Wow So you can hear that they're very similar Um so uh yeah Uh, I I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to talk about this but uh, wow Fantastic Baby I think I've said numerous times on this podcast before is a favorite sample of mine to play as a DJ maybe here (laughs) I'm trying to see do it Uh, like unplugging all the things (laughs) here we go okay so Yay. whoa, it occupies this mm-hmm. button <laughs> on my wow. on my DJ controller. Um, so you know it, on the speed dial. Yeah, that's right. So like oftentimes when I'm doing like a K-pop gig and there's like performances um, and like someone does a really great performance and like you know the, the music clears and maybe there's the applause from the audience. I'll just hit that button and it goes wow fantastic baby and it usually gets a chuckle Woo. from the audience. So and more applause erupts. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. As you heard from Heijin, this cemented their movement for electronic confused sounds. Dance Mm -hmm. and electronic confused sounds moving forward for Big Bang. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Stephanie. Yeah. How was the song received?
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, just building on what uh, Professor Heijin was sharing about how, um, you know... (sighs) Contrary to what maybe U.S. fans or international fans may think, um, Fantastic Baby was, was not that popular as a song streaming in Korea, but actually like took off viral on YouTube in the international fan and non-fan circles. And then after that virality was when the Korean audience started to pay attention and go watch it. And, um, you know, Miss Papa YG himself, Yang Hyun Suk, uh, commented, kind of sounding shocked or surprised, like, wow, I guess Fantastic Baby is Big Bang's most popular track. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, he was kind of surprised, I think, by how well it performed, like commenting on the YouTube stats in particular. Um He said, you know, we're thrilled to have received such explosive response to this song after so long. Right. This song, he says, marks Big Bang's return to their electro sound five years after the release of their popular single Last Farewell, Majima Mm Kinsa. So, um he brings up that comparison. Um, he's surprised by the YouTube popularity, and so that just gives a, a snapshot of maybe the the tale of two worlds in K-pop that we were talking about before. Uh, like continuing on with the international success, if you took if you take a look at the Billboard's, <clears throat> if you take a look at the charts on Billboard, for example, that. That week that Big Bang came out with Fantastic Baby, they took up half of the Billboard top 10 K-pop chart spots of the week, like that the Alive album came out dominating, pushing all other K-pop artists down the list. So um, it just like made all of these waves because of international acclaim. In terms of the impact that Fantastic Baby had on, you know, culture and trends and like international media abroad, a couple of examples were that uh, the song was featured on an episode of Glee, the U.S. really popular TV show that year. Uh also in I think twenty fifteen the song was featured in the trailer for Pitch Perfect Two, an American movie. Uh and for those of you who follow like pretty big Asian American YouTube stars like Philip Wang and uh Niga Higa, they made a little like K-pop comedy project group called BGA and in their debut video totally copied the outfits and hairstyles from fantastic baby so in the asian-american like pop media community this song made a splash as well yeah Um, i mean that's just really
0: what i yeah like the the fact that they copied it shows you that they knew that it was be it would be a common pop culture reference that everyone would get Um, yes yes like it, it just shows you that like oh i know which member of big bang you're pretending to be
2: yeah Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Philip.
0: Phil. Phil
2: Wang had the long G Dragon hair, like flopped yeah. to the side. With,
3: with, they call it like the seaweed hair,
2: right? The Kimi seaweed body. hair. Ew. <laughs> it just like flops around and slaps you in the face. <laughs> um. And then one. Uh. I. I guess. All of us here have been to K-pop concerts, right? We've been to a concert of our favorite idol, and we have that one song that we go there to hear. Like one song that they better play or I am walking out disappointed. In Big Bang's 2015 concert tour for the next album, Made, which is the album After Alive, um, Big Bang actually chose to end their entire concert with the Fantastic Baby performance. So three years later, a whole album later, they ended their concert with Fantastic Baby in all of the shows, in Korea and in the international tour. So if that doesn't tell you how big it is for their fan base and for them as a group, I don't know what does. Yeah, Were there any other like bullets that you guys wanted to pull out from here? There's so much stuff.
0: Uh, I guess the only thing I would add to that list is that um, something that I, it was a small thing, but something that I found really cute was in 2013. They did, um, they performed the song at Mama. That year. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, Big Bang being the Jokers that they are. They went over to the section where all the other K-pop idols were, um, kind of off to the side. And they started, mm-hmm. like, peer pressuring the other idols in that section to dance with them. Um, right. So they they really put the pressure on Lee, Lee Hyori in particular, um, mm-hmm. who, who they had done other collaborations with at that point. Um, are Nuna, yes, and but they even set on the mics like Lee Hyori,
2: <laughs> like, oh, like nice. really
0: put her on, <laughs> <laughs> and and she did it with, you know her own little dance, and also gr- members of Girls Generation, SNSD, also danced on stage with them mm-hmm. to, to Fantastic mm-hmm. Baby. Those were the days, okay. yeah. yeah.
3: If you guys if you guys haven't watched like a music like award show, like everybody's back so then. awkward and, like, professional in oh, the, right. when they're sitting. So it's, like, very, very rare for them to be, like, getting hyped like that
2: on during an award show. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you never see that now. No. So definitely, like, if you haven't watched Mama award shows from,
0: like, 10 years ago, pull them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot more crossovers back in those days. Right. True, yeah. I think people are just oh, too afraid now of warring fandoms ugh yeah but yeah, there's something
3: we we glossed over was that when, when before 281 debuted like they had like the lollipop collaboration oh, with Bing Bang
2: lolly 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 <laughs> we can forget about that
0: <laughs> no we yeah. can't I think we have to remember that that was the most popular song for both one of the most popular uh, songs from Big Bang in one And it was a commercial. <laughs> right? Straight up commercial. You know how I feel about songs that are commercials. <laughs> CFs. Yeah. CFs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Well, I mean, let, let's wrap this up. Like, yeah. clearly, we, we chose to talk about this song because it, it's 10 years later. And we know that maybe in a few weeks' time, maybe a month's time, sometime this quarter, Big Bang. The most definitely incredible uh, are coming back um, again. Uh, so, question mark on what Ooh. that will look like and who will include and to yeah, what when, extent. When that
2: will be, who knows?
3: Yeah,
0: but yeah. Um, anyway,
3: oh, but that's even what Day said on his his little. What did what he say? It, um, his
0: drummer channel.
3: Yeah, yeah. Displayed <laughs> his his alter ego on YouTube where he was like, "Yeah, so the music video is gonna come out." Leave
0: in the comments, but you think that'll be
2: <laughs> what? Oh, he doesn't even know. <laughs> yes. I love that. <sighs> yeah, it's, like-
0: it's totally trolling that dude. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He was always a clown. Yeah, my favorite voice actually out a Big Bang. I I think mm-hmm. what's so great about Big Bang they each have very distinctive voices. Oh um, yeah, yeah. You know, Hey didn't touch on it, but just to add further. Uh, in terms of its like global reach as a group, yeah. Big Bang is one of the few groups in K-pop that has equal gender fandom and interest. Like the yeah, dudes really good love point. Big Bang, and good point. you know it's because it's just as as resident like hetero dude. Like I'll I'll <laughs> I'll just say it's because it's just such like out there music concepts and styles. It's just goofy, and it's not like they're trying mm-hmm. to be the 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 cute boy that you put on mm-hmm. your phone or on mm-hmm. your Twitter avatar, like they're they're, yeah. they're they're just trying to be like, hey, we want to be either kitschy or larger than life, or mm-hmm. uh, make you laugh. Trying, yeah, make you laugh, or or go for art. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's so true. That is a great point. Yeah. So from this point on. Like you know, it was just you know we we just saw a lot more EDM stuff from Big Bang, you mm-hmm. know. Like how could they not, you know, after right, right. Fantastic Baby and the way it just erupted
1: and the
2: outfits just got more and more crazy. <laughs> Set the bar for them really high,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I love that. I didn't even talk talk about the monster video, monster dude, <laughs> from also from the Alive album. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Anything else? Funnel words?
2: I don't think so. I, I'm so glad that we took time out of our day to, you know, give thanks to, <laughs> to one of our favorite groups on the K-pop cast for blessing us with uh, one of the best vessels to spread the good word of K-pop in Fantastic yes. Baby. Sorry, I forgot to do
0: one, one thing um, What? Sorry, maybe we can change the editing around um, uh-huh. I want to ask each of you what Fantastic Baby means to you I want to hear both <clears throat> of your separate answers on that uh, but, but before I do, let's hear from what in the K-pop Who also shared their mm. emotional, impactful, <laughs> philosophical reflection from this song Hey, what's up K-pop cast? My name is Yvette and I'm from What in the K-pop
2: podcast and here's my special memory from Big Bang's Fantastic Baby. First of all, this was my first K-pop song ever and my best friend wanted to show me Fantastic Baby Envy and I was like, sure, why not? Let's do it. And all I remember is G-Dragon on his throne with 40 feet of like hair extensions and I was like, yes, King, let's get it. And then by the end of it, I fell in love with Big Bang and their music. And you know, I had no knowledge of K-pop culture until 2016 where it happily claimed my soul. And now... I've been here ever since. So happy 10th anniversary, Big Bang.
0: Thank you, K-pop cast. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.
2: Bye.
3: And thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's probably a gateway for a a number of people. But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts.
3: That that was what we talked about in our our 2012 recap. That, you know, yes, Gangnam Style had the numbers. But Fantastic
2: Baby is what pulled people in. Yes. Yes. And that's what I would say in terms of what it means to me is Mm -hmm. when it came out I immediately knew this is a song that I can share with my non-k-pop fan friends that this will just blow them away in terms of production value in terms of catchiness in terms of humor the fashion it's just on another level so I was just like so thankful because I was just like Michaela. I think I was on a mission to spread K-pop to as many people (laughs) as possible. So Fantastic Baby was just a gift (laughs) to let me do it. And to this day, when I send people curated, tailored K-pop playlists to introduce them,
0: Fantastic Baby is on there without a doubt, 10 years later. Is it on the uh, Western friendly, the WTF, uh, the, Wonderful Treasure uh, what, what what's the third category is it a classic or is it something new Ooh. so which category mm. do you I think it, it hits
2: all three Peter I think it's just like all four all it's four. like golden essence of k-pop
0: to the brim mm. mm-hmm
2: yeah it has elements
0: of all of those okay Michaela what does the song well, mean to you, know- you I this again, like
3: like Stephanie said, this was one of those those gateway songs that I used to spread the word of of K pop to uh, you know the people at my school. And I, for me, like my my iconic memory of like this song for me is like when. You know, I w- I was able to like make my little group of K-pop friends, and we all pushed for this song to be played at our prom. And so the oh. last song that they played at our prom was "Fantastic Baby." And so oh the God. last thing we did was just get hyped to this song, and then we all went home. But what a memory, damn! <laughs> it, it was, it was. I remember like just like looking around at all my friends. And, you know this, you know this was like in the end of high school, last you know the prom, and it was just it made it. It was. It, that's what I think of when I when I think of Fantastic Baby is mm. that moment of of enjoying the song with other people and having fun with other people.
2: Hmm. Best enjoyed in groups. Yeah. What about you, Peter? What does it mean to you?
0: It's the right now. Like I tag it as a K-pop classic song in my yeah. DJ crates and and playlists and whatnot. So you know it, it's. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a Hail Mary track, but if you've got if you're doing a gig where Gen two people are present, mm. which is almost all K-pop twenty one mm-hmm. and up gigs nowadays, um, you definitely play that song. And uh, I even remember way back when when I was DJing K-pop in twenty twelve. Uh, oh, it, it was yeah. it was a fun classic song then. Um, it also made for a lot of great mashups <laughs> maybe I'll drop <laughs> oh, in some yeah. on this episode but please like it, it was do. a mashup friendly song yeah, in the outro yes mm-hmm. in the outro yeah but boom shakalaka T.O.P. Mm-hmm. boom shakalaka
2: yes well said well said
0: <laughs> okay um Ooh. so uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe please give us a rating if you enjoy this episode please go to Google Podcasts please go to iTunes Please go to Spotify. Uh, please go to what else does readings? Uh, whatever platform you're listening on mm-hmm. and, and give us like all the stars. And, and just yeah.
3: Twitter if you're listening to this in the future.
0: Oh, because <laughs> Twitter is going to add podcasts, I guess. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think it's more on the production up, yeah. end. I don't know if it's on the listening end. I think they're just going no. to you can tweet about us. And...
2: Tweet yeah. us. We reply. We oh. love people tweeting to us.
0: Yeah. Hey, hey, like we we actually reply to each and every one of you. <laughs> because mm-hmm. there's not that many uh, so, so <laughs> don't say that. Uh, oh whoops uh yeah, yeah yeah so please please talk with us join join us in the slack uh, which we might be changing to a discord in the future i don't know um let us know what you think and next week what are we doing next week probably hit replay or maybe we'll take maybe a break maybe straight kids maybe stray kids mm. Yeah, mm. Maybe we'll finally drop that 2012 <laughs> rewind. No way. Maybe 2012 rewind episode. Okay.
2: Stay tuned. Subscribe. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't already, yeah, hit, hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the five stars button. Hit, write right write like uh, a okay. a long essay talking about how the K-pop cast has changed your life and has made you a better person. Right. If we keep holding
2: people, they're gonna write a <laughs> okay. really long okay. review. Okay,
0: all so. right, all right. So that's it. <laughs> I pretend just reviews. Bye everyone. I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. Uh But play your thing and then that's uh, it. I'm at S Parker two
2: on Twitter. I'm at Michaela on Twitter. Okay,
0: we're all at the K-pop cast. All right. See you later, guys.
3: Bye. Bye.